Alberta, okay? Alberta. Alberta. You know what I'm saying? Hi, guys. Hello. Welcome back to the, the Her and Her Podcast. Podcast. I'm Mina Her. And I'm Lizzie Her. Yeah. Man, listen. You know, how are you doing today? I'm doing good today. You know, I woke up on the right side of the bed. I said mm. my I said my mantra till I fell asleep. Didn't mm, even plug my too. phone in. I fell off what? the bed. And you know, I realize every time I say my mantra, you wake before, up, huh? You wake up better. Yeah, but when I fall asleep saying it, in that like state. I say it so much, I fall asleep. You know, it don't take nothing for me to fall asleep. Mm, yeah, um, I do, and I think I need to start practicing that because I'll say my prayers and then I'll get up. I mean, I'll get in the bed and I'll say my mantra. Mm-hmm. Man, I think I've made a connection there. Well, you know. Boom. There goes the light. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But yeah. Mm. I don't know, you know. But That's yes, dope. I did wake up on the right side of the bed today. That's dope. You know. I got I got to get 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 some um what's the word I'm looking for? What's the word I'm looking for? Mm. Oh, I got my sexual energy tantalized, mm. you know? So everything is just loose, you know, just yes, just yes. with it. Loose but together. Loose but together, mm-hmm. you know, free, you know, yes, free. Yes, yes, you know? yes, yes. So, yeah. That's good. Know. I like that. I'm, I'm glad good. to hear you're doing well. I'm good, you know. I, uh, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm liking it. You know, I have to relinquish some things, you know, like give it to the universe. Mm-hmm. Let that shit go. You know, mm. you, it's it's remarkable how you can like change your thought process like mm-hmm. my horoscope said to me to pay attention to the conversations that i'm having mm. like those will reveal a lot to you mm. i was like okay so i did and every conversation i've had it's about the same thing that's beautiful when you're able to receive yep. it's there yes me i um didn't sleep much last night mm. slept two hours your, your life is really evolving right yeah, now. Yeah, I was giving my life to uh, the books. <laughs> and I woke up. The went, books was giving it to you. Went back to the books. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on top of on top of the books, I was like stressed out about my relationship. So Your love life was bubbling. I was really stressed out about it, you know. I told you don't stress. I know, I know, I know. But when you just feel like, oh. What am I going to do? I just want to eat you for breakfast, lunch, lunch and dinner. dinner. And a snack. And a snack. I know. And then drink you after. Yeah. And you still won't be enough. It's just insatiable. It's just insatiable hunger and thirst. Yeah. You know? Mm. Imagine when you see the person in, in person. Mm. My vagina is going to be <laughs> jumping for joy. Just throwing herself at him. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Yep. Boom, boom. Throbbing. Yeah. She's ready, though. I ain't mad at it. I ain't mad at it. <sighs> Told you. 
Take care of you, but live your best life. Best life. And that's that. You know? And do not stress yourself out about it. Do You're not. Right. I won't. Seriously. You know? But, you know, I just feel everything intensely in life. Yes. So, it's just like... It can be uh, intense. You can live in that moment, for, but it can drag out. Two, three, four, five, six, seven days. You can't oh, do that to yourself. Same months. I was like, oh, okay, no. I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, you can give yourself two hours right now. You feel it? All right. I thought about. I processed it. I asked somebody. I wrote it down. All right. Next. Okay. You definitely allot yourself the time to go through the emotion. Of course, don't bypass it, but you can't drown in it, man. Okay. I'm not gonna drown. I'm just gonna swim in it. I'm not gonna drown. <laughs> swim is fine because you're moving. Yeah, yeah, but don't just be. Uh, you know, yeah, you can have your moment. It's fine. We all do. Yeah, mm. I'm having a couple moments. It's okay. It's new, but that's a whole new subject. Yeah, <laughs> I loved it. I was telling somebody the other day how you living vicariously through you mm-hmm. and I'm telling the story and they laugh because they was like yo you really are living vicariously through <laughs> I said I am I said I almost said I went on a date <laughs> <laughs> I almost said I was on Tinder that's that's how involved I am girl I'll be over there cracking up with with popcorn and everything she was like I can see and I said and you telling me your stories I'm living vicariously through you either not that I desire to be in that space but I love it because it's so um, eye-opening. It's eye-opening, but I love the information. Mm-hmm. Like, I love like to be in it and not be in it, but still be in it. Be in the know. <laughs> yeah, like, know what's going on. Like, oh, this is what's moving. Mm-hmm. This is what it's. And you know, it's all my teas and dramas. <laughs> I'll be on my lunch break like. I said the wrong thing. <laughs> I fucked up. I'm supposed to do it. I can fix it. Throw me up the ledge. Throw <laughs> me up the ledge. Almost fell. And girl, I'll be over here like, listen, listen, let's take a deep breath. You got your chai tea? All right. Now we can talk. Girl. I'm telling you, five years from now, you're going to be like, girl, I was a mess. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm. It's all good. That's part of life. It's just that you have to make sure, I realize, like, as women, we just have to make sure that we have good sounding boards as friends. Mm-hmm. You I just do. don't have that. No, you call your friend and she's telling you some dumb shit. And yeah, like, bitch, go over there. Fuck some shit up. I used to have this friend, right? This is story time, I guess, before we get into our episode. <laughs> Off on a tangent. And one day I was dealing with this guy. He did very illegal activities for a living. <laughs> Very illegal. Very illegal activities. He was just fucking my life up. He was no good. I was just going over there to just do nasty things with him. And we would go on dates here and there, but it just... Mm, it, it was just a nasty. It was a joke. So, mm. anyway. It was a joke or he was a joke? That hit him. <laughs> me being in it. Me playing myself. The whole thing was a joke. The whole thing was a low point in my life. Anyway, mm. so one day, uh, we, we took a break or whatever, and then he... um. Well, we didn't really take a break. I just went on social media. Mind you, I had just left his house. Mm. And I went on social media. And his girlfriend was on his, uh, his ex-girlfriend was on his uh, Snapchat. Snapchat. You remember this shit? Current and I, time. And I lost my shit. Lost my fucking shit. My homegirl was like, so what you trying to say, bitch? Like, let's wait till the sun goes down. Let's drive over there and fuck his car up. Mm. For two seconds in my head, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that's That's a good idea. Let's go throw some toilet paper. I was like, yeah. maybe not break a window, but let's maybe that's shave and cream. That's going to make me feel better. Yeah. Some eggs. Let's roll up, open up, you know? And I was just like, you see, I almost went down the hole with mm-hmm. you. I almost went there, but I didn't. You was private during that time. I don't really know about that time. 
Mm. I know, but I don't know. Yeah. Because it was certain things that just was just too far gone. <laughs> it was dark, dark, dark time. I could talk about it later. But a, yeah. birdie, a birdie told me. And I was like, really? And they was like, y'all. And I was like, hmm, good to know. Mm. And I left the birdie where it was at. Mm. Well, I said, mm. she'll tap me on the shoulder when she needs a saving. <laughs> I got out of Dodge eventually. Made my I'm way dying. Out. <laughs> Woo! Anyway, you know where to find us. Unless me and you want to tell them once more. Uh, well, hello. I'm back with this. And <laughs> you we can, cut story time. <laughs> you can catch us on Instagram at Her and Her Podcast. You can catch us on SoundCloud at Her and Her Podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram, following us on SoundCloud, um, liking tracks, reposting tracks, loving tracks, commenting on there. You can also catch us on the iTunes podcast platform. That is that purple and white icon that is on your phone. Um, make sure that you do subscribe so that you can stay abreast when we have new episodes and content that we post on there. Last but not least, um, you can catch us on our YouTube at Her and Her Podcast. The link is also in our Instagram bio, and we post live episodes and cool interviews that we have up there of each other, future guests, you never know. So just stay up to date with that. Subscribe on there as well. Make sure you're liking, commenting, and you can also catch us on Facebook at Her and Her Podcast 1. Yes, baby. See? Told you. That's your thing. In addition to the fact that we are going to start posting our videos every other Sunday. Mm-hmm. So this Sunday, we're going to gear back up. And hit you with a new episode. So stay tuned for that. Yes. So today is mm-hmm. when enough is enough. When do you call it quits? When do you say it's over? When do you say I've had, it, it, I've had enough? I can't do it anymore. I'm emotionally exhausted. When you're getting your ass beat figuratively and literally. When do you have to say like I no longer can endure this anymore? Mm-hmm. You know? And then I think we need to give a scenario, you know, so that we can fully wrap our minds around what it means that it's enough. Okay. You sh- it should be enough that you should walk away from this. And then you have to ask yourself, uh, when do you salvage this and when do you decide that it's not for you anymore? Mm. You know? And our her story, I came up with a question. You know, mm-hmm. and I want you to put yourself in it and and ask yourself what you would do. Like, you love this person, and you want to create a life with this person, mm-hmm. but it's just not working out. Okay. And of course, our her quote. Mm-hmm. It's real short and sweet today. Bye. Yellow yam. Hello, I'm Yellow Yam. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, let's jump into it. All right. So you break up, you get back together. And over the course of five years, uh, you've talked about family and life and marriage and children. And you really, you really have connected, but you guys can't keep, can't keep it together. Like you're good for a year, year and a half, two years. And then y'all break up for a year, six months. And then you get back together, you rekindle. And you've you've been doing this for five years. But you really see yourself with this person. You don't know why it's just not working out. What do you do? What do you mean it's just not working out? Like, what are my issues? Um... It could be the littlest thing. It could be the biggest thing. But the issue is, is that you keep walking away from each other. Mm. I think 
at some point we got to say like, all right, what are we doing? Like for real, for real, what do we want? And girl, when you ask those kind of questions, you got to be ready for your feelings to be hurt because you know, you might say something crazy and then the phone messages come back from the other end and they'd be like, well then go ahead, do that. Then, mm. then leave, then sabotage and walk away and heal. You know, but you know, I'm going, you know, I'm going to keep that to myself, but I'm crying over here. <laughs> but anyway, you just got to be very mindful that it could potentially be the end when you bring up those kind of conversations. And I think that's why a lot of people don't bring them up. I think that's why a lot of women just keep doing the back and forth, back and forth. But then you got to think like, how can you grow if you just staying in limbo with this person and just like in this constant state of like up and down and up and down and up and down. And y- y'all not even not even focusing on loving each other at that point. So um, what was the, the real question though? Do I salvage it? When do you salvage and when do you decide this is not for you? Um, I salvage it when our issues are something that we can get over, that I can still trust you and I can still love you. And I know that our foundation is strong. We just have minor, minor little uh, maintenance issues that we got to take care of. Hmm. That's what, that's how I look at it. Or if we have children involved, do we have children? No. Uh uh-uh. Okay. Well, if we don't have children, I don't know. But if we had children, then I would definitely be like, okay, let's really try. Um, not for the for the sake of the children, but whatever. Um, but yeah, I feel like if it's smaller things, things that you know as a woman or as a man that you can get over, like truly can get over, I think then it's and, and it's the foundation is good and that's truly someone that you do care about so much and you love and y'all are both willing. Then mm-hmm. I think it's worth salvaging. It's incredibly important. Yeah, because if it's just you or it's just him and nobody, the other person's not. A willing participant, or they say they are, but they act, their actions show that they're not. You just gotta let it go. You gotta give it up. What about you? What you say? So, you know, I always have a question, right? Mm-hmm. So you're breaking up and getting back together, right? One, I want to know, like, how are you rekindling? Like, what is the conversation? What is the situation? Is it sex every time you guys are getting back together that kind of rekindles, and you say, "Let's try this again." Is it a conversation? Are you guys just bumping into each other? Is it friends that are saying you need to just try it out? You know what I mean? Like, what is making you guys get back together all the time? Mm-hmm. And what are you doing when you're not together? What's happening during that time? Because now I've come to, I come to, come to the realization that walking away from each other is what you use as a, um, a defense mechanism, as a tactic to get out of dealing with your real issues. So because you choose to do that, you're never going to, if you don't really have a conversation about what's really going on, what's the core of our issue, then when you actually do build a family and get married, you're going to do the same thing. So what are you going to do? Walk out the house and don't, don't come back for several days and months? That It can't operate like that. No marriage or family is going to operate. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you both are doing the same thing to each other. Mm. And then I think it's also like you. it causes a reaction, a negative reaction that you start to fall in love with because now it's dysfunctional. You feel like you got something to say? <laughs> nah. Oh, okay. I do, but I don't. I feel like I, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. All of that, I agree. I, like, you know, I've been on both sides of it. Um. <laughs> But I think, like, at some point in life, like, I don't know, I feel like when you're fishing through love and fishing through life and you're, like, trying to, like, feel it out and understand things, like, I feel like that's a part of the growing process. Mm -hmm. 
but to constantly do it, no. You know what I mean? And then at some point in life, at some age, it's like, <clears throat> excuse me, it's just unacceptable. Like, do you not want to grow? Do you not want something stable? Yeah. You know, when you're young, I think like you 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 attribute that to this is what it's supposed to be when I'm this age and I'm just living life and and it's not. It's still wrong, but I think it's a part of growing. I say all that to say like I've been uh, I've been I've been you know that person before who just Which you know. Person? The person who maybe may be afraid or doesn't really want to deal with something, so you think like, okay, so let's just, you know, let's 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 end it until you find somebody that tells you, oh, so this this is what you do. Yes. <clears throat> so somebody has. So you think this is gonna work? You're right. But and I think that that takes, you know, when you find somebody that's uh maybe has a strength in other areas. That's another thing. Like, who are you in a relationship with? Like, what are their strengths? Are they gone? They do the same shit. Y'all both so y'all both walking away, or is somebody gonna say, "Cut the fucking bullshit, cut it out"? And that's my point. Like, I'm not salvaging this mm-hmm. because we're too much alike. Right, we're too much alike. You, you're if you're using the same tactics I'm using, we got the same tools. Right, we losing in every war that comes against us because we 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 don't have <laughs> we don't have an, enough uh um. What's the word I'm ammo? looking for? Different ammo mm-hmm. to use. You know what I mean? We're going to die. Right. Because you got guns and I got guns. Not one got guns and one goes, I'm really good with archery. Mm-hmm. I'm, really, right. <laughs> I'm really good at reading the maps and how to mm-hmm. maneuver through the war. Mm-hmm. Like, So we both got guns and somebody's going to get shot. Yeah, somebody got to be the brain. Right. You know, so for me, I think after five years putting your all, I, I, I mean... Depending on how you feel, I may give it one more shot with some real, like, are we doing this? We're getting married. This is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to therapy because we need to. We need some new tools in our toolbox. And we have to stop the dysfunction of what we feel. Um, see, what happens is I think that you start to fall in love with the dysfunction. You start to fall in love with the, okay, we broke up, and we're going to see who's going to get back with whom mm-hmm. next, right? It's an ego thing now. And I'm going I'm to temp you a little bit. I'm going I'm to fuck up your head. I'm going to post some shit on social media. I'm going to tell your friends I'm dealing with somebody. Right. Like You start to live in this dysfunction, and then somebody breaks, breaks the dysfunction, and you get back together. But then you got to deal with all that shit you was doing. Mm-hmm. you know. And, then I, and I just want to know like how long are you going to do this? Because I feel like those things, that dynamic of your relationship doesn't change overnight. And now you want to insert marriage and children i think also like people become comfortable in that like they just Mm -hmm. think that this is what we do this is our thing like i've seen so many relationships like that where it's just like now this is just what we do we'll be fine like we'll be back tomorrow like they don't see it as an issue it's not an unhealthy pattern in their eyes and it's not unhealthy because it always gives you the result you're looking for in the mm-hmm. end. So you don't care how you got there or why you got there. Mm-hmm. You just know that the desired outcome of what you always want is always present. Right. Until it's not. Right. Until that person doesn't let you know that I've actually moved on this time. Mm-hmm. And then your your feelings is hurt. And, I, and I'll bring up a prime example with uh, Juju and Cameron. And I think what happened was is they were... Sh- when they get in a disagreement, she was used to him calling her. Like, 
oh, he usually calls. Like, we don't talk. He calls me the next day, like, and we back to normal. And I think what happened is, is one, he didn't call. So one day, two days went by, he didn't call. Two weeks went by. So at no point in time did you say to yourself, maybe I should pick up the phone and call my man and see what's really good with mm-hmm. him. Two months roll by? Two months? So what was the conversation that y'all had to really say this is the end? Like, I want to know really how did that go down? You had 10 years of a relationship and you let a man not call you for two days? There's, there was way more dysfunction there than, than was actually present. Mm-hmm. I think also, too, I think he wasn't giving her what she was looking for. You was with a man for 10 years. At this point, I'm for sure that you wanted marriage and children. 10 years? Yeah, that's a long time. So at this point, you feel like, and she said, like, at this point, I felt like you you no longer needed me in your life. Like, for you to just have not called me, like, I'm no longer important to you, which is a good point. And I think what happened is he moved on a long time ago. Like, you was expecting him to do what he always does to recover this, and it didn't. Because now it might have been that you needed to take the the initiative, initiative this time. But because that's not what you normally do, this, mm-hmm. is not what, this is not how we get back together and figure it out, that you didn't have the tools. Mm-hmm. You took that as something else. When how you don't know that he may be thinking in his mind, like, maybe she don't love me either. She don't care about me either. She didn't pick up the phone to talk to me either. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you end up with this result. Now, of course, I believe it's supposed to be. It's like supposed that. to be that way, you know. But, but sometimes you just gotta pick up the phone and call. You gotta take your walk of shame, yes. your egg on your face, yep. and say you fucked up and say or, sorry yeah. and say That's sorry. It is. But I feel like when you really, really, really love someone, when you enjoy what that person is um, brings to your life, yes you start to understand what I'm sorry really means. And because it's not taking anything away from you, you're filling up someone else. Mm -hmm. And you're also showing someone that, um, I almost feel like it's, it's, um, I almost feel like it's beyond, uh, love. Mm-hmm. when you're able to say i'm sorry because i think a lot of times we say i'm sorry but hmm. i'm sorry but i i think da 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 and at, <laughs> <laughs> at the and and at the end of the day you're like that you're not really sorry you're right. not really sorry like you, you say sorry and leave it alone right and i and i think that when you're able to apologize for something that could have potentially <laughs> i know i did it for years and i did not realize that i was hurting someone's feelings <laughs> Like, I thought in my head, I'm saying, I, I said, I'm sorry. Then you wonder why they don't really accept your apology. Right. We still on this. Yep. We still on yep. this. Because yep. your ass said, but. I yep. did that shit the other day. Yep. I said, listen, I'm sorry, but I meant what I said. Yep. Nope. You got to come back another day. You got to come back another day. You can't even come back that day. You got to just say, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Whatever. And leave it. And then come back tomorrow and say, you know, there, there, there wasn't, you know, there <laughs> We had a conversation about X, Y, and Z, and I'm confused about this part. Can you explain to me how that made you feel? See? You got to say it like that so that they don't feel like... Oh, so this is what you want to do. Right. You want to give me backhanded ass fucking... Right. You got you to gotta come across as I'm concerned about how you feel. That's it. Mm. So you, you, when you say I'm sorry, when you learn to... Just say I'm sorry. Just say I'm sorry. 
It's hard, Listen. ladies and gents. But you could do it. If I could do it, if Mina could do it, anybody, anybody could can. do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So I, I don't, I'm not, uh, I don't know. The part of me just feels like I'm not salvaging it. Yeah, you know, I already knew that was going to be your answer, though. I'm not salvaging He's giving us the runaround to tell us no. Yeah. It's a no for me, dog. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because for me, too, I feel the same way about friends and mm. just people in general. So if you and I, friend, first of all, that's not going to happen. I, I, that's not going to happen. Like, we're not going to be friends, not going to be friends. I, mean, I ain't even that kind of girl. I've never actually ever had that situation in my life because most of these people know, like, it, I've said I'm done. I'm done. Like, it takes a long time for me to get there. So, I have prided myself on being like, I always have, I don't argue with my friends. Like, if you got an issue, we got beef, we just gonna talk about it and move past mm-hmm. it and we gonna love each other through it, whatever. Yes. But, um, as I get older, I look at it so differently. That's another episode. Um, yes. Yeah, but I, I I always thought like no, nah, I'm not doing a back and forth. I don't do back and forth like I cursed you out one week and then the next week we fine. But sometimes things happen in life mm-hmm. and you know you lose you lose focus of like taking care of your friends or your friends not you know you don't feel fulfilled whatever maybe right. But yeah, no, nah, so I feel you on the oh. not salvaging the <clears throat> and and of course there's scenarios and situations that will trump these yes ideas. Of but for the most part, I'm gonna work on it. But this back and forth, back nah, be happening. And a relationship to me is a little bit different than a friendship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's missing that intimacy. Um, mm-hmm. it has different recovery. Yeah. Because like, you know the price of a man goes up when you like his penis. It more, goes up real more, up. Be more valuable and mm-hmm. stuff. You be like, you know what? I'm mad at you, but. Let me see my friend. <laughs> the friend is a penis, guys. Let me see my friend. I can't. All I could think of is that picture. You seen that picture, that meme, when it looked like a, a penis, but yes. it's a little alien? That's yes. all I could think of right now when you say that. <laughs> it's terrible. Hit us with some music. Her story. Her story, her story, her story. Her story. Boom, boom, boom. You plan the wedding. Invite the guests. Buy your dress. He cancels. Can you turn this around? No. Or is it over? No. <laughs> no. Question mark, question mark, dot, dot, dot. No. No, you fucking embarrassed me. You fucking embarrassed me. How the fuck dare you? How the fuck dare you? Not canceling shit. This is the kind of man I want. And he leaves you to tell all your guests by yourself. No, the fuck no. The fuck no. This and, is and and he doesn't have a reason. The fuck no. No. If if it was because of like things weren't panning out correctly as a man, I expect you Ooh, hold on. I expect you to be like um What's my train of thought? I expect you to, sorry guys. I expect you to, um, if I say that one more time, to say, babe, like me and you are just going to go do this together. Like we don't need nobody. If this is becoming too much of a hiccup, I want to marry you. I want to be with you. Like we will figure it out. That's it. That's it. 
Not you canceling. If you cancel, that means you never wanted to do this. You didn't want to do this or you're scared. And you don't, you don't love me enough if you know that that's something we've talked about and we've planned together to have been honest with me a long time ago when you saw me buying things and putting things together and telling people. And then you have no respect or regard from, for family and friends and people who have planned to be present for a day that I've deemed to be so important and I've told everyone and I'm excited about. You idiot. You're an asshole. And I don't mean to condemn anyone, whoever this could be. But no, fuck off. What if he says, you know, I'm just not ready right now. I don't want to break up, but I just need a little bit more time. I don't know. I got to look at his track record. My dad always teaches me to look at a report card. Before you make a judgment on a man, what's his report card like? And that's when I will pull out his 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 score sheet. You got an F in consistency. F in consistency, then it's a F you. I'm not doing this. No, I'm not waiting for you. I'm not. I'm not. Unless I feel like I could look at myself and say, I pressured this man. Right. I, I, I pushed him to a point where I didn't even care about what he wanted. I was so gung-ho about being married. If I could see flaw within myself that could have brought us to this point, then maybe. But still, I need you to be man enough and decisive enough to tell me, this is not what I want right now. Like, let's wait. And then leave it up to me to decide if I want to wait. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I really do. I don't, I don't have much rebuttal, but... <laughs> this is the thing about like marriage and weddings and the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And I understand why women are um, in love with the idea and, 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 and image of what marriage and a wedding tells the world. Mm-hmm. But what I find that most women who are like my age or older than me who are like not married yet or still like you know right out there looking and desire to be a wife um and put the desire to be a wife before they put the desire to be happy mm. and whole within themselves right and um before the dress and the wedding and all of that, you know, like, and I'm not saying, you know, you don't, you're not going to always have a journey to walk. You're not, you're not going to have mistakes and things you still need to figure out about who you are, but you almost need to be so good with this person that if he never asked me to marry him, I would still want to be in his presence. Mm. I would still want him to be a part of my life. Um, that he 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 fills you in ways that you've never experienced before. Um, he he makes you show up for yourself. Um, he's present not only for himself but for you as well. Um, you he speaks of you in his future. You strive together as a unit. You know. Um, because these things aren't things that happen later. Like right. the essence of these things are already in the core of each of you. You know what I mean? Right. So when you decide to say, we're going to plan this wedding or we're going to 
uh, signify to the world that we're in love and we want you to support us as we move forward in our marriage, there's a couple of things that you need to ask yourself or be aware of or be in tune with. And I think women bypass that. Hmm. It's like, oh, you, you, you cheated on me or you were a cheater before me. Well, I love you. I can forgive it. We can move on. Um, mm. you're a lie. You lied to me. You lied to me several times. You, you, you're a liar, but I feel like we could work on it. Because they think that they're going to be able to change someone. Correct. And those are core things. That's core. That's not, I didn't take out the garbage. I didn't pick up the phone when you That's called a, me. you a whole liar. Like, these are core things to a person mm-hmm. that I have to be so, I have to be like, those things have to ring true to me. Like, I can't, somebody asks me like, do you trust him? Do he's da 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 da? And you don't have a doubt in your mind. That that's how you have to answer those questions. Somebody can't ask you, "Do you trust him?" And you over here like, "Shit, he's a liar. He's a cheat. He's a." And then say, "Oh, I'm signing up for that. Let me go marry him." Right. I totally agree. You're not being honest with yourself because you you don't want people to see you as a failure. You don't want the world to see that you know you feel like I deserve a husband. I deserve a wedding. Under what conditions? Right. How, what are you willing to go? What, what lengths are you willing to go through? And how many times are you going to allow this person to crumble what you've built? Men and women. You know, how, how long are you going to allow this person to play you like a fiddle? Until you say, enough is enough. I deserve more than this. Mm-hmm. But I also think it is the, the commonality that a lot of people just possess, mm-hmm. which is this is what I see for myself. You here, and this is the time I'm trying to get it done. So come on, put this suit on. Let me dress you up and make you look like you fit the part. You know, I gotta I, I, let's buy a house together. Let's let's just pop these kids out. You fit. You got a job, or you don't got a job, <laughs> or you got a trade. You know, you don't got a car. Oh, you don't got you don't got a car. I'll oh, we fix that. We could fix that. We could fix that. So I think that's a lot of issue uh, issue with a lot of women and men. Like you just trying to make it work with yeah. anybody that that make they smell like they could have potential. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I just feel like, well, that's that's a major decision. Like I just don't <laughs> I just don't think like people don't pay attention to how what you're actually doing. When you say, I'm going to marry this person and spend the rest of my life with them. Like, I don't know if people really grasp what that is. They don't. Because I don't think you could really understand it until you're in it. No matter how much you've seen it. Because I, I, even seeing your marriage has put marriage into perspective for me. And relationships into, into a whole new light for me to understand, like, the, the truth of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or what you allow me to, to, to be present and see and you share with me. So, like, I appreciate that because that allowed me to really, like, understand a relationship in a whole new way. But if I was a different woman, like, if I wanted to paint a certain look, mm-hmm. um, make sure you didn't see this or this, mm-hmm. or I could. Right. 
You know, I could cover this up. I could lie to you and tell you that's not how I feel. No, that's not what he meant. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. no, th- I could. I could. But uh, genuinely, that's just not who I am. Mm-hmm. Two, that's too much work. Uh, three, most of the time it's in the comfort of my home. So how the hell am I going to cover that up? You know what I mean? Like, And you also like take pride in like showing me the, the truth in life. Yeah. Because... I think you don't want me walking around in delusions. Correct. Yes, for sure. And everybody don't have that. So imagine people that didn't grow up having someone who showed them the real in anything in life. And most, most of us didn't see the real. Like Mm -hmm. my, my mother and father covered a lot, but let out at the same, like let a whole lot out at the same time. But in some instances, I felt like you should have went in the room and excused yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? Like some, some conversations does not need to be in front of children. And Mm -hmm. I respect that. Like I know some, some of my friends be like, I never see my parents argue. I'm not saying they didn't argue, but they had tactics. They would go in the room, lock the door, turn on a movie. They went and did what they needed to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But that just means to me, in some instances, you just falling apart behind closed doors. Right, which is not good all the time. You know, no, it's Balance. not, you know. So sometimes you just gotta have a fist fight with your husband. I'm just kidding. <laughs> a fist fight, my man? You better have been at the boxing gym. Man, listen. A fist fight. Nah, I'm shit on that one. Mm-mm. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> no. But is is I I just that whole infatuation of being married and have a wedding and it looking perfect and you know I remember I, I it was a couple it's a couple that's older than my husband and I and they just got married and I remember he asked them like do y'all argue and they both looked at each other like uh, you know not re- like uh, <laughs> and I looked at them like can you stop the shit stop the shit like. Every couple argues. You 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 argued before you got married. Like I think people look at this being such a bad thing. Yes, I think it is a bad thing when it's too much. When you that's all your relationship consists oh, of. Absolutely. But people don't understand. Like it can be. It doesn't have to always be an argument. It can be just be you communicating. Right. Two opposing views. Yeah, and I think you know, it doesn't matter how old you are when you get married. It's brand new. You got to figure it out. You got to learn this person to some extent all over again you gotta you've you're gonna have to communicate with this individual like you've never communicated with a person ever like in your life you don't know what this is right now you thought you was communicating before no you hold so much inside you have no idea what you don't tell a good more than 50 percent of what you're actually thinking Mm. but now you live with someone you share a life with them you're gonna have to tell them all kinds of insecurities. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to share those things with them. I'm not saying you're not gonna keep some things for yourself. You know what I mean? But you're gonna have to explore places within your heart and your soul that you've never done before, things you've never tapped into before, and 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 be okay and not feeling like this person is a stranger and they're still gonna trample over. You know what I mean? Like right. you have to speak to this person as though I know you care for me and love me. And are going to protect me. And I know this is a safe safe place and safe space for me to be myself. And that takes years and time to get there. You know what I mean? After you get out of La La Land, you realize this shit about that person annoys the hell out of you. Mm. That you got to figure out how to move past. Because there's some things that you know about a person that's just not going to change. It's just not. Like, it's just not. So you have to ask yourself, 
can I live with it or can I live with it? There's some things you're just going to have to learn to cope with. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. not try to change. Right. And some things you're going to have to tell your partner over and over and over again till they get it. And you got to be patient in that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you talk to yourself, if you say tomorrow I want to do this, you're going to go and do it. You don't have to say it eight million times to yourself. You know what I mean? Right. But I don't know. I just, as a married woman, I, I, I love I love the person and I love the marriage God picked for me. Mm-hmm. But it's it's not for everyone and it's not a glamorous fantasy that you're walking on clouds. It's not. It's the it's the most work you'll ever do. And this and I just want women to understand that you don't have to belittle yourself. You don't have to take shit that you that it, that you don't want. You don't have to be loved less than you think that you imagine for yourself because you just want to get married. Mm-hmm. Like there's not just one man. There's trillions sisters, of men out there. Sisters, I know it seems seems like seems a lot. small. Seems like a small fishbowl, but it's mm-hmm. not. You know what I mean? And I don't know. I think a lot of women just. I don't know. They find it to be like, oh, I'm not married at this time. Oh, I'm such a failure. I don't have children at this time. I'm such a failure. You know what I mean? Not like appreciating the moment that you're in right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Save up your money and go freeze your eggs. <laughs> in this dating climate, that's your best bet. It's your best bet, dog. And start at 34 because uh, yep. after 35, your egg pool goes pew. Well, then. <laughs> mm. You got about 11 years. You be all right. Mm-hmm. These things are going to get taken out soon. I'm going to go put them on ice. <laughs> I cannot. Soon. You're going to put them on ice? Soon as put check. the baby on ice? Soon, put that little baby on ice. <laughs> soon as my check's clear, I'm out. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> I got to go. Mm. Well, my friends. Hard quotes. Hi, I'm Yellow Yam, and I got this. I hope so. <laughs> so uh, today's quote is not really a quote. It's just me talking. What I'm going to come here and say is be mindful of what you're doing. Be mindful of who you're screwing. Mm. Know what you got going on. Mm. And be real with oneself. Mm. Okay? And if it ain't for you and you know it and feels wrong, you know when it feels wrong. You know when you're forcing it. You know when you're doing too much and there's no reciprocity. Mm. You know when that person ain't giving you what you deserve. Woo! Come on now. Let's be real. And at that point, let it go. Let it go. And that's it. Mm. I hope y'all wrote that down because she can't say it again. I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm all tapped out. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, well, we love you guys so much. Love you. And we hope you learned what enough is enough this week. Get your bags. <laughs> Pack them shits. Right. <laughs> Before he gets home or she. <laughs> and leave. Or pack his. Or hers. Oh, God. Put them on the corner by the stop sign. <laughs> Bite my dust. <laughs> That's me driving down the block. Anyway, gotta go. Peace. Bye, guys.